This is Hard Beautiful Journey, a safe space to be open and honest, to speak truth and harness the power of vulnerability and sharing. Unravel the strength of connecting through conversation from mental health, trauma and addictions, to grief and spirituality. This is the podcast to use your voice, because when you use your voice, you ignite your soul. I am your host, Tiffany Vaughn. Join me as I help others talk about their hard, beautiful journey. I know they will inspire you as much as they inspire me. So let's get started. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Hard Beautiful Journey. I am recording this episode on a Friday, and I know I'm not the only one that loves Fridays, but friends, I love Fridays, and it's probably one of my favorite days of the week. And this weekend is just me and my kiddos, and I'm looking forward to doing some fun things with them. I found something on Instagram, which I thought looked really interesting, so I ordered it and it's arrived. What is it? Well, it's called the Adventure Challenge, and I'm going to read their product description so you can get an idea of how fun this really sounds. 50 Scratch-Off Family Adventures. The Family Edition is an invitation for families who want to leave a legacy of memories with their tribe. For families who believe in living with purpose, intention, connection, creativity, and fun. We're here to help you obliterate boredom, break out of ruts, discover new favorite traditions, and create those laugh-so-hard-your-face-hurts moments that you'll tell stories about for years. Unfortunately, children grow up too fast and you only have a small window of time to create a lifelong connection. How do you do that? While studies show that connection is caused by shared experiences, especially those that involve novelty or something new. So it turns out that having fun and experiencing something new together is the magic formula. We've created every adventure specifically with that in mind. It's a tough job, but somebody has to do it. And there's no take backs. Once it's scratched off, you have to do it. It's time to discover something new about yourself. Simply choose a category together and scratch off your adventure. Don't forget to take a picture and journal your experience. When you finish, you'll have a keepsake to look back on. Doesn't this sound fun, right? So yeah, you choose a page that gives you some ideas of what what the challenges could be, like if it involves food or how long it would take or how much money it costs. But then you scratch off the square to find out what the challenge is and you have to do it. Then you take a photo and put it in a book with some notes about the experience. I am really looking forward to trying this with my kids. This company also has a solo edition and a couple's edition. And for those mature listeners, there is also an in-bed edition, which is in the works. Sounds interesting. Why am I telling you this? Well, it has to do with my episode today, which is about the areas of health that I am working on daily and what that looks like for me. Maybe something I am doing could help you or give you ideas to try, or it could give you a laugh at how my failures have helped me realize what doesn't work. These areas that I'm going to talk about today are physical, mental and emotional, social and spiritual health. 
All right, so let's start with the elephant in the room, pun intended, and that is physical health. This is the one I struggle with the most. Why? I don't know. And I'm working on figuring that out. I'm either all in or all out. There's no in between. The saying I have hung up in my gym area at home, strive for progress, not perfection. Well, that sign taunts me every time I'm even in the vicinity of my gym area. I'm really good at making plans to exercise. It's the follow-up that I struggle with. Like I said, I go all in or nothing. Like that one time my brother-in-law Scott took up running and I thought, hey, I've always wanted to try running. Why not go with him? So one time when they came to visit us in Langdon, he suggested we go run the golf course that we lived on. Sure, sure, let's do that. People, I don't run, okay? Except around bases in slow pitch, which I promptly follow up with a beer or a cooler. About one and a half minutes into this run with Scott, I knew it was a bad idea, like real bad. But if you know me, or more importantly, if you know me and Scott together, we are very, very, very competitive with each other. And there was no way I was stopping. So yeah, I ran a long way because it's a big course. And when we got back to the house, I went straight to the couch and laid down. And when I tried to get back up, I couldn't at all, like at all. It actually felt like I had fractures in my hip bones and I am not even remotely exaggerating. What's nuts is that about six months before this, I had participated in a 60 kilometer, 60 kilometer walk to raise money for breast cancer. 60 kilometers, not six. This was also on a weekend where the weather was in the mid thirties. I had the worst heat blisters on my feet and you guessed it, what felt like hip fractures. Why I didn't remember that when Scott suggested we go running is still a mystery. So how am I working on my physical health right now? I'm dusting off my newly purchased Peloton and getting at it. And by that, I mean, I'm going to learn how to get on the thing, first of all, and keep my feet locked into those damn things. Like, I can't figure it out. Then I will go at it slowly And maybe if I try a slow but steady approach, I will have more success. What I know helps me is accountability. So if you want to send me your encouraging words, I would greatly appreciate it. Physical health, though, isn't just exercise. It also includes eating healthy and getting regular sleep. Both of those I am also struggling with especially the sleep part. Sleep eludes me lately, and I don't know why, but that's why I need so many naps, I guess. If you could send me your healthy sleep vibes, I would greatly appreciate that as well. All right, on to an area where I have definitely made progress, 
Yay. And that is my mental and emotional health. To me, this is about feelings and thoughts, and it's a reflection of how you feel about yourself, how you meet the demands of your daily life, and how you cope with the problems that occur in your life. For me, it's no secret that I am a frequent flyer with my therapist. I am a huge advocate for going to counseling, but I also think it's very important to find the one that you connect with, one where you know you can share anything with and they'll hold you in a safe and beautiful way. I have found that with two therapists and it's truly, truly life-changing and also life-saving in my case. For my emotional health, I have many things that I do to keep that strong. And the biggest one is laughing or even just smiling. I love watching funny videos or cute videos that make me laugh my butt off or just smile. Even a couple of those each day can lift your mood so quickly. Other things that help my mental and emotional health are gratitude journaling, practicing self-care, and being creative. Every morning I write in my journal five things that I am grateful for that day and also what is going well in my life. Then when I get home uh, or before bed in the evening, I write three more things that I am grateful for that happened during the day. Having a gratitude practice has been known to improve emotional regulation, increase feelings of happiness and positive moods, fosters hope for the future, reduces stress and burnout, and it increases resiliency. I started practicing gratitude about 10 years ago, and I started out doing this with our kids, but it was pretty hit and miss. But over the last three years, I have committed to doing this every day, and it's been a game changer in my overall mental and emotional health, for sure. Practicing self-care is also important to me. I have no problem telling my family, peace out. I'm going to chill by myself, so leave me alone. And this might be in bed or in a bath, reading a book, or... I like going to get a pedicure as well. Um, I just like to take some time for myself and it is so critically important. I also love being creative. That is big for me. I am a very creative person and need to do something that fills this need at least once a week. And that could be doing certain things like this podcast or working on my websites or taking photos and videos. Next is social health. This can be defined as being your true self at all times, engaging with people in your community, treating others with respect, maintaining and building strong relationships with friends, creating boundaries in friendships and relationships, and having a supportive network of family and friends. For those of you who have known me a long time would agree that it used to take a lot to get two words out of me. I was the definition of a hardcore introvert. There were times where I was mistaken as a complete snob because if someone talked to me, I would freeze inside, which then weirdly made my face turn 18 shades of red, which then made my tongue lose function. It was a really, really hard thing to deal with. Very hard. 
This is one of the areas that I worked with a therapist on. He gave me many resources to practice opening up socially. And it was a long road and not comfortable for me at all. One thing that I forced myself to do was volunteer. I signed up for various things in my communities where I would be forced to talk to strangers. The first few times were excruciating. I'm not going to lie. But each time it got a bit easier. I would go to these events with a goal of talking to, I don't know, like one person at least. Then I would say, okay, no, it's time to talk to two people. And then I would up it to three and so on and so on. Now I am doing a podcast and talk to complete strangers from all over the world. Do I get nervous? Ab-so-freaking-lutely every single time. But once we start talking and that connection is made, it's all good and I enjoy it so much. I also made a decision about 10 years ago to start getting involved in my communities more, to really know and understand what it takes to make a community thrive. For me, that meant joining PTA at our school or coaching my daughter's basketball team. I also joined Um, organizing committees that raise money for causes that are important to me, like Images of Hope, which raises money for those going through fertility treatments. All of this involvement helped me build strong relationships with so many people and made me feel connected. Having a strong sense of connection to people has been instrumental in my overall health. And last but not least is spiritual health. And friends, I could talk about this one for hours and hours, but I will keep it short and sweet this episode because I have a full episode planned just on this topic alone. Spiritual health may involve the following for individuals. Practicing meditation or yoga, praying or taking part in organized religion, spending quiet time alone exploring your spiritual core, building awareness through journaling, spending time in nature, and traveling. Like I said, I will be doing a full episode on this topic, so I don't want to go into too much detail now. But for me, the big ones that I do consistently are meditation, journaling, and spending quiet time alone in reflection. The other one that I had started to do, but a knee injury kiboshed, was hiking and being out in our beautiful Rocky Mountains. I plan on getting back out there this year. When I'm out in nature, surrounded by trees and water, I feel so much peace. It's hard to describe. I don't know how to describe it. I could be dying physically from climbing a for real gigantic mountain, and yet I am so happy I could cry. Which reminds me, of that one time, I went on my very first hike with my friend Emily. Her hiking partner, Mel, recommended hiking Mount Smutwood. I was told, yeah, it's about an eight kilometer hike. All right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good starter. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, it wasn't eight kilometers. It was 24 kilometers. And once again, I had what felt like hip fractures. When will I ever learn? That is the real question. 
So I hope this helped give you some ideas of ways to improve your health in these four areas. I'd love to hear what you're doing to keep your health strong. Send me an email or a DM. And like I said, I could use all the love and support in getting my physical health to a place where I feel better and have more energy. And I know in turn that will make me sleep better. And I love sleep. If you're interested in being on my podcast to talk about your own hard, beautiful journey, please check out my website at hardbeautifuljourney.com and submit the request form. And also please be sure and stop by the Hard Beautiful Journey blog, which has all the episodes, including show notes, photos, videos, and where to find the guests I have had on my show. And finally, I would love if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star rating and review. I love reading these reviews on my show and yours could be next. Until next time, please be kind and stay well. Bye-bye.